Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the AIM Sisters podcast. You're here today with your hosts, Anna and Maria Setting, bringing your favorite clean talk of the week. And in this episode, we wanted to talk about resilience and ending of cycles. And resilience is a concept really important in everyone's lives because we've all been through hard situations and we had to get back on your feet and keep running, keep going. And resilient talk, resilience talks about that is the ability of going back to one's previous shape, get going back to your normal state of being after a tough period of time or a tough experience. And I guess the beautiful part of resilience is that every time you face a new challenge, actually, you don't come out the other side the same way as you were before, as the traditional um, meaning of resilience, right? But actually, you become a new person every time. You are a little bit stronger or a little bit um, shaped by the experience you just had. Sometimes you change your mindset about something. Sometimes you just acknowledge that you do need some help from other people, you know? So I think um, having this capacity of adapting and facing the situations that come up in our lives it's really a gift that we all have, actually. Um, and of course, having people around us in those difficult times is always helpful, but we also have the power to face everything that comes in our way. That's right. And I think resilience is something we learn with time and with age. It's not something, I mean, maybe it's some a natural trait that we all have and we can develop, right? But I think it only comes up when you're faced with something difficult. And this can be, difficult is very relative, right? Everyone faces things in a different way. So what might be very easy for you might be very stressful for me or what might be, you know. So um, in your opinion, what do you think were the things that caused you to become resilient in life? I guess many things, to be honest, like since the beginning during childhood, you know, just having to go through all the educational system was like building my resilience, you know, because it was very challenging, not only, not really on the academic sense, but on the social sense, I would say, having to deal with lots of different kids or, you know, people when you grow older, but it really tests you and sometimes you feel like giving up or even during university, you know, it's very challenging time, I believe. And it's a time of where everyone experienced a lot of changes and sometimes it can be very overwhelming. And during those times that you feel overwhelmed, maybe you want to quit or you want to change and, you know, keep going. It's really like an act of resilience and testing yourself and, you know, seeing if you can really overcome that stone on your road. <laughs> yeah. But I think there are different ways. Like, I had a conversation yesterday about this, how you may face difficult times and difficult experiences in your life. And it doesn't matter who you are, how you live, everyone experiences that. But if you have a support system, it's easier to go through those things. And I think it creates more this ability to get back 
on your feet, right? I think when you're alone, it's much harder because even though the person cannot uh, necessarily solve your problem, someone else, or they are there to support you. So I think um, having family or friends that are around you and can help you when things go sour is really important as well. I totally agree, for sure. But I think sometimes, um, you know, being on your own and not having a support system so close to you, it's also part of this um, building up of your resilience, right? Not having those people around you makes you even tougher, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's harder. It's much and we say this because we've been, we've been experiencing that for years now, living far from home, far from everyone. And I guess it's part of growing up too, like all the things that were we didn't have to do in the past, like deal with bank accounts and setting up phone numbers and dealing with landlord and this and that, like all those little day-to-day -day stuff that you don't have to do when you're a child, you have to learn to do by yourself. And it can be a bit overwhelming sometimes, but it definitely allows you to grow up, I suppose. Yeah, and I think... It really varies, right, um, depending on your situation, depending if you live with your parents or not, right? But I guess everyone, they they experience those little challenges that, that come up once in a while. And it can be quite challenging, but it's also an opportunity for you to recognize how strong you are and that, you know, also learn about your your triggers or your um you know your limitations and it's really interesting to see how you react um to some stuff that come up because sometimes it can be something small for some people but for you it's quite overwhelming and you don't really know why exactly and then you realize oh I guess because of this and that that happened before that I am reacting in such um a distinct way, right? And it can be really like um, a phase of learning about yourself as well, I guess. With all the challenges, you learn more about yourself. It's not always easy, though, to understand where the reactions are coming from. Because I think the situations might be so different that it's hard to find what is really the trigger in each moment, right? Why are you feeling so emotional, so distressed about a situation? I don't know. For me, at least, sometimes it's hard to find what is really the root cause of the thing of why am I getting triggered by this? Yeah, it depends. I mean, I guess most of the times it all comes down to anxiety and you having a hard time not having control over the situation around you. So you feel powerless and you feel you cannot do anything right now. So you just get in those loops of anxiety and then you spiral. That's what happens most of the times when things are out of our control, you know. And we just have to learn to try to find some cent centeredness around our being, you know, and just be okay for a while in this place of uncertainty. 
right? And wait for situations to resolve themselves because sometimes really we cannot do anything about it. I mean, we can do things for a certain extent, but then it involves other people. So you're kind of like just waiting around. And this time that we have to wait for something can be really challenging and we can get really overwhelmed because we are very anxious people. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we kind of know where it comes from, actually. And it all comes down to this feeling of feeling, you know, not not being able to do anything. You know, if I could do anything, I feel so good right now, you know. But I just have to sit down and wait and have patience and trust. And it is difficult. It's really difficult. It's so difficult. I mean, this year, it's been really challenging. <laughs> I think I've been faced with so many situations like that. This is really hard to keep sanity and a good mindset, right? But like you said, it's important because when you keep positive, it, positivity is better and you can be more resilient, right? And what I think about positivity is that it is not only thinking about the best possible outcome and thinking that everything is rainbows and butterflies, but actually being really positive is being able to face the uncertainty and trust that everything will be okay. And also see things with a little, a little bit of reality on them, you know? Um, acknowledge that things are not as perfect as they could be, but also have a mindset that it's okay. We can do this, you know? Um, so I think, yeah, that's the best way. And also, like we talked before many, many other times, practicing things that can keep you grounded or more centered or breathing ex exercises, um, anything, yoga, something that can keep you out of your mind can be really helpful during those times because you really can do anything. So try not to spiral, you know, just... And I know it can, during those times can be, I guess for me, it's challenging to practice meditation, for example, because it's very still and I'm not still at all. I just feel like, you know, so something that really uses my body. Yeah. Something that's more helpful. Has I think I for a, walk, a walk, you know, if you don't like yoga or anything like that, you can just walk. It may help. Yeah. But it's true, like, so I think when we're facing very high amount of stress, we realize how it is not only a mental thing, but actually is impacting our body so strongly. Because like you said, if we can't stay still, and I've even, I myself was shaking, literally shaking the entire body. So it's like, you say, it's not right. And I was thinking, if you face this much amount of pressure sometimes i mean it must be really bad for our health i wonder how many years of life we are diminishing just because we live in a in a way that is so stressful and yeah so that's why i think resilience is a trait that is really necessary for everyone but i think Yeah, I think it would be better if we lived, you know, in a way that didn't demand so much of us like this as well. But 
we also wanted to talk about ending of cycles, right? And we are facing quite a few ending of cycles ourselves. And I wanted to know your opinion, your view on that. How does it feel? And what is ending in your life? So, yeah, I mean, we're talking about ending of cycles because we're both graduating soon, very soon. My sister even sooner than me. So congratulations for that. Um, yeah, it's, it was quite a journey, especially for you, I guess. Um, so, yeah, well done. Congratulations. And congratulations to all of you who are listening to us who just graduated because I know some of you already graduated now. So congratulations. Well done. Um, and I guess everyone that is in this period of their lives, or even if it's not an educational graduation, but like something that you're finishing up in your life, there's always those feelings that come up, you know, you reevaluate what happened during this time, you reevaluate um, the person you were before and the person you're now, what, what were the changes? And I guess if you know a little bit of title cards, I'll really compare this to the death card. Because death is really like ending of a cycle, but it's also a card of renewal and transmutation. So it's embracing the new at the same time you're embracing the end of something, which can be a little bit contradictory in our minds, you know, but it's ending, but it's something new coming out because there's no, there's no void, right? Just ends. So I guess the same thing with cycles in our lives. I think it's okay for us to be happy about it, um, be happy about ourselves for accomplishing something that I think we, especially ourselves, we give little credit to, to what we do, I guess. So, you know, acknowledging that it was really good, well done, and congratulations to us. It's really something that we are learning to do, you know, and to appreciate our own effort. But also, if you're feeling sad about it, just feel sad, you know? If you're feeling a bittersweet feelings around this, because it's good, but it's also sad because something is ending, it's okay. You can feel a little bit of melancholy around it, especially us, because we're not only finishing um, a course a graduate, in graduate school, but also soon leaving those countries we are now. So it's really... Um, Really important. Yeah, it's really like turning the page on our lives. So it's okay if you feel in your own situation, if you're like leaving a job or also graduating or I don't know, maybe getting married or leaving a marriage or anything, a relationship. It's okay to feel good, but also sad about it, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And we have to embrace the complexity of our feelings and it's totally fine. I think everything, life is a constant, like ending and beginning of cycles, right? But I think they only, you can mark those moments if you want. Um, I always talk to my sister how I think it's important to celebrate things because everything in our lives, if you believe something is worth being celebrated, you should. So for example, now graduation, end of a cycle, end of graduate school, end of living in Japan, for example, in your case. All those things deserve to be celebrated. Otherwise, life goes by 
without any like this moment of appreciation like this more formal moment of appreciation i'd say and everything is like that if you think of a wedding for example you could just go to the i don't know courthouse and sign the papers and say okay we're married now okay and do nothing about it but if someone else goes like i want to have like a three-day party everyone dancing for you know 72 hours that's a whole different level of you know emphasis or importance you're giving to that ceremony in our lives i think like you said sometimes we take things for granted and maybe it's just my personality or my way of being i tend to forget how things were along the way and so you i mean by for example my graduation year in korea like the period of studying many times was really hard and I wanted to give up so many times. But now that graduation is coming, I don't really remember those moments anymore so much. So I kind of forget how hard it was to come and I can just take this graduation for granted. But if I look back and just like think about every, you know, sleepless nights and crying times and wanting to give up, almost writing my goodbye letters, (laughs) Then I say, okay, no, this was hard earned. I should celebrate this because um, if I could choose again, probably I wouldn't voluntarily go back and do it all again, you know, but I endured until this point. So it's a celebration moment for sure. Yeah, I agree. That's so true that we take for granted things we do. if we don't look back. Yeah. It seems easy when it's done, but actually it was not. No. <laughs> yeah. But it, it also applies to any situation, not only university, right? Um, I guess even if you, you think you didn't do much, but if you look back on your life, you did a lot of things that were... Um, Challenging and also building up the character that you have nowadays. Yeah. And it's really impressive. I think taking those moments to look back or understand that a chapter is ending allows us to see our progress and maybe acknowledge a bit like, what have I learned during this period? What kind of person have I become because of those moments, because of those experiences? And because we're living our lives, we don't realize the changes that go on within us sometimes. Oh, sometimes we do because it can be pretty drastic. But other times it's like a smooth process. You know, it's not like that. Oh, I see I've changed, you know. So I think looking back, like maybe who you were two years before, three years before when you started this journey is like a big comparison. And you can like say, wow, congratulations, you became a bit wiser, a bit stronger, a bit this, a bit that, and let's keep going. And I think it also allows you to see how strong you are and that if someone else, something else comes up in the future, you can look back in those situations and say, hey, I've been through that, you know, I can do this and like face head on. I also think that um, sometimes we have to pass through those challenging moments in our lives because they were building blocks to the things 
we would have to do in the future. And maybe it can be a little bit karmic sometimes, you know, you have to go through this. But I think it's also important after you've, we've done, we've we've gone through all of this, you know, to realize that we can also choose an easier path. You know, we, we don't have to keep challenging ourselves all the time to feel worthy, to feel like I'm doing my best. You can do your best by feeling okay, by feeling safe, by feeling good and not feeling stressed out all the time. And, you know, um, we talked about this before, but, you know, I think social recognition is not something that should be valued as much as it is. You should be happy with whatever you're doing much more than being worried about other people are thinking about what you do. So give yourself some love and some breaks <laughs> sometimes, you know, and try to do something that is also soothing for you, you know, not always looking for the hardest path. Yeah, I think it's like savoring the seasons of life. There are seasons of your life that, yes, you're adventuring, you want to go into stuff, honor that, do that, go on your adventure, go on your personal journey of self-discovery. But after the journey, probably going to be tired with some bruises and maybe a broken leg. Who knows? You know, you've been through the journey. So give yourself time to rest after that if you need. You don't need to go crazy and go in another one because you, you won't be ready anymore. Like, take time to I guess we, learn. We know. we know what we have to do if we listen. Yes. You know, if you're being called to do something, just do it. And like, don't choose the easiest route just because it feels safer, because you're fearing something. But choose this because you feel it's right for you. Even if it's not the most challenging, if it, even if it's not the most um, prestigious path, if it's calling you, just go for it. Yes, because really, it's all an illusion. Sometimes you can... If you go just for the name of the thing or the social recognition, you can be doing, you can have like the title you want, but your day-to-day, are you going to be happy? Are you going to feel fulfilled? And in the end, that's what matters, you know? So, yeah, just follow your heart, people. Honor yourself, honor the rhythm of your life. Be resilient and learn to be happy. I mean, Happy, not like be happy, but like allow yourself to be happy, right? Allow yourself to feel good and to feel safe and to feel worthy and to feel loved as well. And I think it's um, interesting that we always talked about, we always talk about following our hearts to choose something. I guess most people when they talk about, oh, follow your heart is almost like in relationships. You know, follow your heart, feel like that person, go for it. But actually, you can use this follow your heart thing for all situations in your life because it's really about listening to your intuition and to guidance and to your spiritual support if you believe in that. So, yeah, listen to your heart and it will guide you to the right way. And even if you're facing a challenging situation right now, also trust your heart and trust that. You are much bigger than that situation and that 
Most of the times we are making the situation way worse with our mind than it actually is. So don't beat yourself up. Give yourself some love. <laughs> yes. That's an important message. I'm receiving that message too. <laughs> Thank Give you. yourself a hug. And I don't know if you guys are going through ending of cycles or beginning of new ones. And there is no vacuum. If something ends, something new comes up. There is always, like, everything is fulfilled all the time. So let us know if you're feeling like this, if there is a cycle coming to an end, how you're feeling about this, how do you celebrate those moments or how do you grieve those moments? And how do you honor your emotions in general, right? I hope it resonated with you. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a like, comment down below and share with your friends or leave us a review on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And I hope you give yourself some love this week and have a lovely day or evening whenever you're listening to, listening to us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week. Bye-bye.